Reggae horns enter the chat, if you will, please. Ooh. Yes, sigh out. All them things. All them things. Listen. Man, how are you, bro? How are you? I am blessed. I am blessed, man. How you doing, brother? Man, fantastic. Got to spend some time with the family. Uh, Arsenal won. The Bengals won. Uh, UC won. Um, it was a good weekend. Yeah, bro. Let, fam. fam. <laughs> I seen you I seen your photos. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's at fam. his soccer game. <laughs> fam. fam. I was working, but I was doing work. And most don't know how to understand or split the two because they think it's all one and the same. All I'm saying is that I'm excited to be here because episode 31 of the CDB podcast. Let's go. We have a special <laughs> guest. Uh, our brother, O, is unable to be with us. Uh, he's out doing romantings, right? Romantings. Shout out to all my brethren, all right, <laughs> up in Canada. Uh, AKA Link, my guy was what's Guan, right? I don't know how to say this shit. Don't get mad at me. Bro. I'm just in here. <laughs> uh, also, shout out to uh, the certified Totten boy, uh, CDB. Yeah, we call him London uh, for taking this big ass L against West Ham. Meanwhile, he tried to say my club was trash. Boy! Boy! Don't oh, play shit. with me. Right. You told my logo, right? <laughs> you already know what time it is. I'm shooting from the parking lot tonight. And oh, we are joined by a special guest. Is that my cue? <laughs> no. Not yet, ma'am. Not yet. I have to hype this up so hard. We are joined by a special guest. It's Mandem Quinn, the first lady of the CDB. Mona! What the fuck? Listen, if I had air horns, I swear to God, I would have just cranked You know what? Don't play with me. We might. We might have him, but we got the first lady of the CDB. The reason why we're actually able to do these things without there being any issue. My man is at peace with his queen. Okay. We got Miss Mona out here anchoring us down in the third slot of the ultimate triangle offense of the universe. Ma'am, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. It's so refreshing <laughs> to actually see you on the front side of the display. I know that you do a lot of administrative things on the back end uh, for uh, Demandem Chief Chris. Yes, she does. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we just had to like make this super extra elaborate. For you, we appreciate you for being here and filling in for our brother. Oh, um, safe travels to demand him. 
out there and uh, he I, he was doing some things out in New York. You know what I'm saying? So he had to just uh, go uh, retain um, his hierarchy in the shit talker. Uh, most eviscerated shit talker on the East Coast. I don't even know what that word means, but I feel like uh, that makes him uh, ultra elite. But if not, I apologize. So, oh, <laughs> we love you and we'll see you next week. Um Chief Chris, how are you, sir? I know. Yo. You can't hear. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. You're... All right. Hang All right. on, sir. Hang on. Hang on. Because I feel like Chief Chris uh, was like, hey, bro, I don't even know if that was my cue right there, fam. I don't even like what just happened. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I don't even know... Listen, listen, I apologize for this, but um, I don't got the audio drop, so I'm the O is out of here this week, so I can't be super tight like I really want to be, but I may have something for the man. Oh, my gosh. What? Maybe not. I'm not doing that. Don't worry about it, bro. I got it. You know, I, I'll you take know it. What? Nah, fam, I got you, bro. We got. Chief Chris in the building. Let's go. No, you didn't hear nothing? Oh, my God. <laughs> that is terrible. You know what? That's my fault. That I heard is... something faintly. I felt like one of those ear tests. Yeah. I, heard elementary school. yeah. I think I heard it. Hang on. So, check my check one, two. This is a fake. Pump fake with another fake. We want y'all to hear all this, right? Because this is just absolutely... Uh, bunk sometimes but we got the man them chief chris let's go chief chris in the building hey chris you already know who it is chief chris aka the creative chaos aka creative content aka mr i don't give a fuck hey the dreadlock ninja up in this bitch you already know one third is triangle offense known as the cdb podcast you know as usual, I'm joined by my brother Ahun, and like he said earlier, you know, uh, our third wheel, um, Omar, he's not here today, you know what I'm saying? So much blessings out to him and, uh, you know, safe travels, like you said, and um, we're ready to start today, you know? Uh, hey. We got special guests in the building, you know, so let's get to it, baby. Hey, you know what? It's combat time. <laughs> you <laughs> ladies and gentlemen boys and girls kids of all ages everyone listening from whatever platform that you choose around the world it's time. <laughs> weighing in at who knows how many pounds because you can't see him because he is the ninja next to the ninja of the dreadlock ninja that knows a ninja okay <laughs> weighing don't worry about it coming from you don't know being seen if you do, you're dead. 
at a theater near you or a venue, a place, your mom's house, who knows what, probably at your job. I might know your old lady. I'm sorry, not sorry. It is the 13 time reigning intercontinental pettyweight champion of the world. Petty Guerrero. One Punch Man with the tan. Pele with the AK. Dirt Reynolds. Aeon, the number one Shogun. Number one rule in the motherfucking universe, as always, is to protect your neck. Otherwise, I will chop your mother. That off. Bitch, don't play with me. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. Don't play. Miss Mona, thank you for joining us. This is like in uh, AMR or uh, ARSM, whatever that whisper version of media is. I feel like I'm <laughs> so I apologize. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But um, we out here shooting shots, ma'am. Let's get off to the races. Uh, what have you seen or where have you been in anywhere that has come up to bat in regards to your playlist of music, right? What have you been listening to this week? What has uh, been on your musical palette? Um, because, hey, this is our first time getting a chance to speak with you. So really, I think for the most part, it's like we're just talking about what's what's we know that you're the first lady and you and chief Chris are an item. We understand that you yes. do a lot for us, <laughs> for us to exist in a space, to be able to do this. Um, but we want to get to know more about you and we know the impact that you have on our community. So musically, what you listen musically, to? I, you know, I'm old. Uh, I listen to old shit. Uh, I still listen to Wu-Tang and Cypress Hill and most and like old 70s and 80s music. I listen to a lot of Chicano music, um, oldies. I listen to Mozart. I listen to Bach. I listen to Beethoven. <laughs> uh, uh. He's in my heart. He's one of that round heart. <laughs> I see why y'all together. <laughs> yeah, she definitely does uh, balance me out as, as a Libra, you know. And that's so beautiful. <laughs> that's, the most, that's the most beautiful thing I listened to in the last 28 hours. I love it. All right, so... Uh, here's the funny thing. And the reason why I talk about it musically. So, um, when we started this journey with Chris, um, I don't think at that point in time, he had, um, yet moved out to, uh, out West and, yeah. you know, the connection that you have with Chris stems from, I think all of us being connected in like different groups, being on social media platforms. Yeah. Um, and the change that that's had musically uh, from that point in time until now. And Chris, you can even um, drop in with this as well. 
uh, what has that progression been like for you? Because we've known what it's been like for Chris, um, having moved to a different state altogether, different time zone, if we're really talking about it. Um, son's out there too. Uh, just everything is new and simultaneously trying to help create a brand in a space for um, people of uh, multicultural descent to thrive? Well, it's definitely always a goal in my life as far as always supporting local and uh, just black and brown businesses in general. <laughs> uh, that's definitely a passion of mine. Um, I grew up being very um, Chicano power with my family. So, um, and, you know, and obviously any kind of diversity, you know, and also local, it doesn't have to be black or brown, but I mean, preferably. <laughs> right. But it's just more community based. Yeah. That, yeah. Always. Absolutely. Uh, Chris, what was it like for you on the other end? Because I know it's a different uh, spectrum where you're like, I'm moving out there to go be with my lady. And then Mona, what was it like for you after <laughs> Chris came in. So, uh, sir, if you will, and then Mona, if you will proceed that. Um, okay. well, <clears throat> for me, um, it was, I've always been known to travel. Like anybody who knows me, they knows I've always been traveling around, you know, whether it be, um, on the East coast, Midwest, West side, you know, or even down South, you know? So, um, it wasn't really too much of like a, a, a problem for me to relocate, but more or less, just like you say, like getting adjusted to like the different time zone and everything like that. And um, the different weather out here, uh, you know, things not being the way they are in the city, like how in New York City, you wake up at like three o'clock in the morning and jump on a fucking bus or some shit like that. And the uh, public transportation is just yeah. available for you at all times. You know, just coming over here and having to, a setback once I'm like, oh, no, nah, I need a whip, <laughs> you know, like right. I, you know, um, things like in that nature, um, it was just like, a, um, just a readjusting it and getting my life uh, adjusted to this lifestyle out here. But for the most part, like, um, I really love it out in Colorado. It's it's a beautiful state, you know. Um, people out here that they're, they're very friendly compared to uh, New York City. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure they have their hoods and shit like that over here. I just haven't really been, I've been in those areas over here, so to speak. Um, but Everybody that I've run into pretty much out here, they all have been friendly or, you know, welcoming. Like, uh, I told a story before on the pod about how I first time I came out here, we um she took me hiking. And the whole entire time we were hiking and shit, like, uh, I, I was getting greeted by people. Like, it was like, hey, good morning. Happy Saturday, you know? So this the, nigga and, has never seen love until he went out west. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? I went to New York and I... It was a culture shock for me to be from, I grew up in Colorado, to go to New York and one, it being super dirty to me. And that was like a lot for me because I, I can't handle stuff like that. And just so many people, I, I, I can only imagine for Chris, the culture shock to move from somewhere like that, something so tight knit to something like Colorado, we're so spread out and open. Um, he can't get up and get a sandwich <laughs> across the street <laughs> at 1130. There's no food. You have to make it at home, you know, or we have to, there's always planning ahead. You know what I mean? There's no going to get you a yeah, sandwich or chopped cheese or whatever it is 
that y'all be eat. having blizzards. That's why. <laughs> yes, I know. You gotta be prepared. Elevation, you, you you might have a. You have to have a freezer. <laughs> yeah, listen. I know how high up y'all are right now. You might have a nosebleed as we speak, just by saying too many words in a short amount of time. <laughs> but you know what the advantage is, though, Aaron, is that we have a high tolerance. We could drink a lot and smoke a lot out here, and you it know what? Beige. Listen, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode thirty-one <laughs> of the CDB podcast. Thank you for this little interlude because we actually did need to introduce. I think we need to do more of that when we do have guests on because we would be doing a disservice to them if we just brought them into the fold. And then those that are listening are like, who in the fuck is this? So, <laughs> Mona, let me give you a formal welcome to the CDB podcast uh, with these tunes. Episode 31 of the CDB Podcast. Let's go. Get the fuck up. Simon says, get the fuck up. Throw your hands in the sky. Who's in the back sipping yak, y'all? What's up? Girls, rub on your titties. Yeah. yeah, I said it, rub on your titties. New York City, gritty, committee, pity, the fool that act shitty in the midst of the calm, the witty. Y'all know the name. Uh, Farrell fucking March ain't a damn thing changed. Uh, you all up in your range of shit, inebriated. Uh -huh. Straight from your original plan, you deviated. I alleviated the pain with long-term goals. Slip my underground loop without the gold. You sold platinum around the world, I sold wood in the hood. But when I'm in the street and shit, it's all good. A sooner motivated boom, control the game like boom. Raider rock, clock, dollar flip, sits like a way to block shots. Styles greater, let my lyrics anoint. If you're holding up the wall and you're missing the point. Get the fuck up. Simon says, get the fuck up. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 31. I'm on absolute Can I help it? There's been a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes that I need to take care of. We need to take care of. We got stuff to do. We doing things day to day. We're on Let's take a, a bit of a break. All hands and feet. All feet and hands. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, you already know what time it is. And disciples of Wu-Tang. This is episode 31 of CGB Podcast. I am 800 number one Shogun with my boy T. Chris and Miss Mona. Shame on the nigga who tried to run game on the nigga. Who's butt wild with the trigger. Shame on the nigga who tried to run game on the nigga. Who's butt side fuck your ass up. Butt one, hut two, hut three, hut. Oh, don't you laugh at live and uncut. Styles on 
Peekaboo shatterproof to the young youth. You wanna get gun? Shoot! Blah! How you like me now? Don't fuck the style. Ruthless, wow. Do you wanna get your teeth knocked the fuck out? Wanna get on it like that? Well then shout! Your RZA, your razor, hit me with the major The damage, my clan understand it be flavor Gunning, coming, coming at ya First I'm gonna get ya, once I got ya, I got ya You can never capture the method man stature For rhyming, for rapture Got niggas resigning, now master my staff Never, I put the fucking buck in the wild kid of terror Raise the sharp, I sever The head from the shoulders, I'm better than my competitor You mean competitor, whatever, let's get together Shame on the nigga who tried to run game on the nigga Who broke wild with the triple act so Hey, we got one more to go, then we're gonna get right into it, Miss Mona. I'll be so 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 Get it, yo, Ahum. Before we get into anything, let me get a little bit of that light years real quick. You know what? I was gonna get into that, into that, but okay. we'll get into that. Um, you know what? While you bring us here, let's just get started. Let's talk about music. Uh, there are a lot of things that came out. Um, not only did we get a uh, very good Wally album. Um, I'm, I'm not sure where it really boils down to where Wally feels so disrespected, um, that he still puts out quality music mm-hmm. and uh, maybe I'm, I'm not seeing the critical acclaim as much as I'm seeing the, um, the actual people involved in the industry, like that genre, that acclaim. Mm-hmm. Like he's not slept on by them by any means, but when it comes to commercial success, I guess that's where I'm lacking a lot. So uh, I'm sure I know that Chris heard the Wally album. So I assume that you, Miss Mona, have also heard the Wally album. Can I get some feedback <laughs> from either of you ladies first? I have not heard anything off of that Girl, I know I'm sorry that's what, well, actually, you did. that's what we was listening to right before um we started recording oh well I didn't know that yeah that, that, oh, okay yeah. how'd you like that did you like it well what we was listening to it yeah yeah no it was good I mean we I was vibing I was kind of typing and working at the same time so that's good Keith Chris I know Chris you liked it right uh, um, ma'am, we are talking to a hip hop uh custodian. 
Okay. Um, I went to the Wale concert with him. I'm well aware because he about pushed me down because he's so fucking excited. What? <laughs> so you yeah, maybe, maybe 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 not. I'm exaggerating, but he was very excited. It was a great concert. We had a great time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, it goes without saying. Everybody knows I'm a huge Wale fan, a huge Wale advocate when it comes to um his music and putting giving him his flowers and everything. Yeah, which, you went to the same place where he got his dress done, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I stopped in DC real quick to get that done. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, based off of this album alone, uh, Wale does what Wale does. You know, um, he gives you great quality music. Um, he gives you your your commercial uh hits. He gives you um some bars on top of bars on top of metaphors on top of punchlines on top of bars again. So it's like a little sandwich. So um Wale Wale he to me like I, I don't know like um we had this conversation a little while ago uh on one of the episodes with Omar about like how I feel when it comes to Wale music and how I compare him like to the big three, which they consider Drake, uh Kendrick and Cole. So um I always feel like Wale should be mentioned in that conversation along with the big three, um, especially considering that I don't like out of the three, I the the, the least amount of the, the artists I listen to the least is Drake, you know. So I've oh, I'm always able to change and put Wale in that big three topic instead of putting Drake. All right. So can I ask this question, Mona? If you will uh take the lead on this first, if not for the fact that Wale came out during or around the same time as Drake, K Dot, and J Cole. Would he be mentioned in the same breath, either him being uh, coming out prior to them or after them? Did I he, thought he came. I I don't know the background, but I thought he came out. When when did he come out? Because I thought he he came out. I, I, I for some reason I feel like well he's older than them. Like I feel like he's been around longer. Right, but because. Yeah, he came out, I think, officially like in 09. I'm checking that right now because um he was already locally known on his mixtape shit, you know. Um, but actually, no, actually, yeah, he's actually been out since like uh 08. So but then he signed to MMG, which I think stunted his growth because mm -hmm. a lot of that could have something to do with him possibly writing for you know anybody on that label because you can get signed as an artist but then you could turn into a writer and i think a lot of people when we're talking about these things within the industry think that they it's like going to college you think that that's the field that you're going to work in or that's the job that you're going to actually have but in all honesty you can go to school for something in fine arts, but end up as a, you know, a manager at Macy's yeah. or, you know, literally every person I went to college with, I think only one is actually doing my, my roommates from college. Only one is actually doing what she went to school to do. And that's all. And that's after her stopping for a while, having children and then going back to be a school teacher. Everyone so, else has gone some, done something else. So, Chris, do you mm -hmm. think with what Mona just told you that somebody went into 
field of wanting to be an artist, wanting to be in front of the camera, wanting to have all of the things that come with possibly or uh, come with fame, but mm -hmm. they end up becoming somebody that's in the writing room for somebody else with possibly less talent, but maybe more charisma in yeah. front of the camera. Okay. So could that have been the case for Wale? Um, for Wale, I don't want to say that because he had a big he had a he had a big run when he was with MMG. He but also, I do get I do get what you mean though when it when it comes to like his like lack of promotion and stuff like that. Like it always seemed like Meek Mill was like the the, the focus on Rick Ross's mind when it came to dealing with his artists. And he always felt like Meek took a president over Wale on the, while they were label mates and everything. And um, to a certain degree, sometimes I can hear like certain bars that Ross has spit. And I'm like, did he really write that? No, or was it like, cause um, like you say, you know, I.E. Uh, look at fucking um, Sahai the Prince, you know? That's what I'm saying. For Kanye, good music for for the for the longest, you know, he doesn't drop music like that, but he's also known for writing for Kanye on multiple occasions, you know, and helping him critique certain shit, you know. So, do I think Wale is in that same spectrum as being just an artist that was pushed to the back and he's just a writer now for certain people? Not really. Um, I do, I do think that Wale did stump his growth, though. I, I agree with you when it comes to certain things. Um, with MMG involved, but I think also with with Wale's biggest issue was that Wale is so vocal about how he feels about people not respecting him and his craft mm -hmm. and everything like that. Wale stands in Wale's way. Sometimes I agree. Sometimes. Well, since we talk about him. Mm -hmm. Maybe we could hear a little bit. I'm thinking bigger, we can link up, but we know the difference, yeah And I don't move like an industry nigga My life is under a microscope, my chemistry's special, uh The gangsters angsty in my section You niggas speak on me, have you leaking like dirty business 30 niggas with 30s on them, you act numb until them drums touch you You acting different, now who you feeling? And I'm ready for whatever And I'm heavy where you at so tell me why you mad, y'all can't keep up And your girl sit in my bands Then I open up her head Then I open up her legs, y'all can't keep up Double M, we forever the legends Rest in peace to Black and Peanut, they seen my potential I used to borrow raw whips to go pick up some women Run through Curl City, I'm vicious like I'm Willis McGahee Been Double M for like a decade, though Nobody seeing it from now to see Emperor, though They say I do things, I'm insane and get psycho I'm pro-black, my cloth talk look like Kente, though I'm gone! Hey, oh. listen 
I'm telling you, the bars and metaphors are there. It's it's like you said, babe. Um, Mona, that uh, Wale gets in Wale's way. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he he gets him he gets his own way sometimes when it comes to his music and everything because the bars are there. Like it should just it, he should just stop saying, "Yo, recognize me as being." top five or something like that like just let it speak for itself like i think it puts an energy out there that people don't want to receive because that's no one wants to hear a complainer no like i know when i'm at the job i don't want to hear the the chick complaining over here you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i'm here to do my job you here to do your job wale does his fucking job but he don't shut the fuck up about it right but if you feel (laughs) like you sit high at the top of what you do in regards to competency and ability to do your job. And you may do that better than most, but mm-hmm. you may not get the recognition. Why the fuck would you not continue to complain? Because if I'm You're- better than you, which I'm not saying that he is over anybody in that spectrum of J. Cole, Kendrick, or Drake. Um, uh, I think he's better than Drake in my opinion. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. Drake, yeah, uh, but not, but not the other two. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is not. I mean, he's definitely. If if we want to put, if we was to take Drake out of that conversation and put and insert Wale, Wale is definitely number three. Then, like, you that's know, true. If we're going I'm, just, I'm, are we going based off of ability? Because it sounds like that's what we're doing. Yeah, we're and, going off of ability. Cause, cause I think all three, or four of them, you know, what I'm saying even including Drake. Like Drake is busy. I ain't going front. Like everybody knows I'm the Drake hater. I don't give a fuck about fake. Like that's his shit. But I do. I will admit, like even when we we discussed the, his album on a previous episode and how I did listen to that one song. I think it's 4 a.m. Uh, I can't remember what the fuck is the title of the song. But anyway, the song that he dissed Kanye on. And I was like, nah, Drake got busy on that song. Like, what? So when Drake wants to rap, he raps, you know, and he raps really good. I, I can't take that away from the boy. Is his music part of uh, my preference? No. But, you know, to each his own. And um, so, but yeah, but uh, when it comes to K-Dot and it comes to J. Cole, and is Wale better than them both uh, ability-wise? It's debatable, depending on the fan, depending on who the person is. Because um, I know Cole is my number one out of all of them anyway, and K-Dot takes a second slot. But then people, who have, I know people who will have K-Dot as the number one out of all of them. And he's still the last one that we're really waiting for this year to come out to drop, you know, like you've had all the super hitters hit, you know, you've had J Cole come out with something. Drake, Drake came out with something. Kanye dropped, um, Nas dropped, you know, Wale now drops, you know, um, there's, there was been a lot of big heavy hitters this year. K dot. I think he has now at this point, he has to drop something this year. Uh, I assume that that's going to happen. Um, it would be a disservice to, to hip hop, bro. What I would actually like to see, to be honest, if I'm being completely frank, is having somebody in the realm of possibility that sits at an A or a B level, right? And that person drops on Halloween unannounced. Mm, and it's a Friday. No, no, Halloween's on oh no, a Sunday. Sunday. Right? Sunday. But even still, like, not not meaning necessarily this one, but 
let's say where wherever it falls in the future, somebody drops mm -hmm. on Halloween or Halloween becomes a precedent to drop music. Um, the only person I could really give you that does something like that is R.L. Grime. And he is a electronic uh, EDM producer, uh, DJ practitioner of the like this motherfucker will just drop some shit that most of these hip hop producers wish that they could. I'm talking about trap. I'm talking about something pop. And most people don't want to be pigeonholed. So when I talk about electronic dance music, there we go. But I only know one person that does hip like music drops for Halloween. Mm -hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Most people are making their money on like holidays, sources of things. We talk about Mariah Carey all the time, every time after Halloween's over. Uh, Christmas, Christmas song yeah. by Mariah Carey. All I want, yeah. You know what I'm saying? All over the place. And mm -hmm. she's banking on it. Some people wish that they could do that in music. You know what's funny, though, bro? Because Kendrick is referred to as the boogeyman, right? Or Candyman or something like that, right? They call yep. him that. And uh, it, that would, yo, I, I like that idea. And remember, Kanye didn't drop on a Friday. He dropped on a Sunday this year. Or was it a Monday he dropped? He didn't Whoa. drop on a normal on a normal drop on music dropping day this year. So for Kendrick to switch it up and stuff like that, man, listen here, Chief Chris, listen, that, Mona, listen, both y'all, listen. This man's segue game is so crazy because he mm -hmm. said that Candyman, the real Candyman, mm -hmm. the real Candyman, is K Dot. But we may have an imposter. Emergency <laughs> meeting. Report to the report to the lab. Report to the lab. <laughs> but uh, there's a person that decided to cover himself in bees. Maybe thinks that he could be the boogeyman, aka Baba Yaga, aka Candyman. He who shall not be named. Not only did he drop something with Hit Boy, he also dropped a freestyle on the LA Leakers, uh, which was about nine minutes. Um, and it probably, I don't know, man. It, I, I can't say it. It's maybe I can't say it. It might be freestyle of the year. Mm hmm. Because J. Cole being on L.A. Leakers from a freestyle standpoint, he was snapping, but I don't know if it was truly as long. Like, nobody's going to ever supersede uh, Black Thought in the 10-minute just diatribe that that man did. Yeah, He was talking yeah. comedic science. He was talking, like... You know, the industry, he was talking about everything of existence, either inside or outside the industry, and it was great. Big mm -hmm. Sean also did this. So, if we will, Exhibit B. Boy. Oh, oh. Sick shit, bro. 
fucking for real. Yeah, Only get one life, so I almost died twice. I went triple platinum more than three times. What a life, man. Feel like God went and blessed me with the trick dice. And I left ass on red, even though it was enticing. And I ain't married yet, so it's Rocky on my right hand. And I'm on stage by myself and with the hype, man. Go ahead then, tell me what your price is. Mine's is a hundred bees, nigga. You can't swipe this. Lost my appetite the way you bitches be biting. I'm off no sleep, day shift, plus the night shift. Hold quick, asking when I'm free, I'm always priceless. I ain't really rocking with you, I ain't on that mic shit. Man, fuck, I'm going right in. I ain't waiting around, fuck all that, I'm going right in. I ain't really rocking with the type of shit you type in. That little shit you flexing, ain't nothing when you got it. If you can fit it in your pocket, just stop it. If I lift it to my ear, just know that's really some light shit. That's just how I'm rocking, I can't wait, I'm going right in. Jumping out the poof, I can't wait on you, I'm right in. Only get one life, swear I almost died twice. I went triple platinum more than three times. What a life, man. Feel like God went and blessed me with the trick dice. And I left ass on red, even though it wasn't Tyson. Ooh. My sir, God. Relax. <laughs> my God. Relax. He was going Bruh. in. Relax. Like he was snapping. And bro, so here's where I put here's where I put Wale. I put him at the same level that I put Big Sean. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at that. So he it would be the um uh the 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 tier underneath the god tiers right now of Drake, Kendrick, and uh Cole. You would have them in the next tier. Because once once those dudes retire, Drake, Kendrick, and J. Cole, once they retire, they automatically ascend into the pantheon of the gods. Mount Olympus, the demigods become gods. They live on in existence. They're, it's Apollo. It's Athena. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is what we see. They're, the Mount, they're part of the new Mount Rushmore. You also do see people like Big Sean, Wale, who could be who who could be considered demigods. Let me take the first take back because I did say demigods before that. J. Cole, Drake, Kendrick, gods. Mm -hmm. Right? Automatically. You're also going to have uh you know the demigods, Big Sean, Wale. Then you can go into a complete argument of anybody else that sits at that just below level. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. Because you have people that are active, and that's why we're talking about the three that are at the top of the mountain. And then mm -hmm. you talk about people that are still somewhat active, but they're not up there. I think, I think also, um, Kendrick, another reason why I think that he has to drop in order for him to maintain that position up there being with the top three right now, he has to drop because um, Cole has dropped in a, um, at least two projects in the last three years. You know what I'm saying? Drake has dropped the project in at least last three years. So it's like he has to in order for him to maintain that status, he has to drop something. K Kendrick has to come out. Like I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he is gonna come out, and that'd be crazy. Like you said, a hun, if he was to do some Halloween boogeyman shit, oh my god! And and, and knowing the person, the the writer that Kendrick is, you know he's gonna he's gonna come out. He's gonna be on some control shit. Remember, because he wasn't scared back then to call these niggas to the mic. Like, yo, step to the mic. You, I want smoke with all y'all, bro. When you jump on somebody's feature, it, yes, it's your cousin. Yes, it's his first 
like solo project, right? Because he's had mixtapes, he's had other things. Mm-hmm. But when you jump on and you say smoking on your top five, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. I'm smoking on it. I got all the packs, right? I got them on me. You dig what I'm saying? And you make that like, I'm going to make this power statement. Yes, you have to drop. So, Miss Mona, question for you. A- aside from the three that we've already named that sit on Mount Olympus, who else besides maybe Big Sean and Wale would you consider to be like demigods? Like they're there, but they're like not there. Are these new people? I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, I, I guess these are all kind of nobody's really new anymore. It's been 10, 15 years now. Um, I don't know. But I agree with you as far as Big Sean and Wale being in the same playing field. They, they're both underappreciated, but very good at what they do. So much mm-hmm. so that they cannot be ignored for what they do. Like well, especially be- after this freestyle, I think that right there, Big Sean really proved what he can do and that he has a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Ooh. All right. Bingo yeah, question. We, uh, we do you think that somebody like Big Sean or Wale needs to do a versus so that the catalog actually gets put on display? So then you take away all the BS right or maybe it plays into who wale is not so much big sean because when you see wale on the internet he wiles out yeah but Mm -hmm. he has a reason to wile out now if he's going to be on versus and then he shows up and then he performs and then he just thunderclaps the sun versus imagine (laughs) if either of them went went against each other i would probably side with wale in that regard Versus Big Sean, but Big Sean was on some some shit. So I can't really say. But it also depends on the number of songs, too, that they're going to do. Because I don't think that they both have a solid 20. Like, they're going to have to throw a couple of sleepers that was um not, you know, album cuts and everything on those. um Or, or, or if they could, uh, they choose to use, like, their um feature bag, you know. But, um, okay. Because. If, well, don't if, if I use I was, I, bag, it's, 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 it gets different. The conversation, right? Gets so, you can use that. So, you can use that. I was going to say, so if you could use that and don't necessarily get stuck into like these two battling against each other, are there any other artists that you see that are at that weird tier conference level that could step onto a versus and that would help them progressively going forward? Hmm. Damn, that's kind of that's a good question. Um, especially oh, are we talking about? Are we all right? So we're just talking about strictly uh hip hop and um and, or, and, and and like current rappers, or are we talking about even like some rappers that like exceed more than 10, 15 years in the game? Yeah, they could be older. They could be people that like are still active, mm-hmm. probably still put in work. 
Because you know the thing about verses, sorry to cut you off, but you know the thing about verses that I I, I love but I kind of hate is that it's hit-based, you know what I'm saying? Like, they have to be smashed hits in order for them to, or, or these artists in order for them to be on that platform. When you got a lot of artists, you know what I'm saying, that, that can actually get in that fucking, that ring and their songs will ring off each, against each other, but it has, but you, they're going to have their, their core fan base, you know what I mean? Like, not for nothing, I would love to see, like, a Freddie Gibbs versus Benny the Butcher. Like, I know they don't have the fucking, the hits, quote-unquote, you know, but when it comes to when it comes to like uh bar for bar and their type of flow and the type of style and everything like that, that would be a dope ass fucking battle. Like them just battling certain songs against each other. I'm sorry, there's nobody that wants to. Ooh, buddy, you don't that, you don't that's think that very, would be a that's ooh. I mean, it wouldn't All be right, a box so off. Let me match. let me let me step back and let me say this. I'm not saying necessarily. And we can get stuck here, but I don't want to get stuck here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not necessarily saying that like Benny versus Freddie Gibbs isn't a good battle. Like if we're going into that realm, what I'm saying is that that is tough because I don't think that consumers exactly. are well versed enough to get a to get into what is a good song. Right. Because when people watch verses, they're looking for hits. You are correct. But you also have to be able to put on a performance like Mm -hmm. the new version of verses is completely different from what the original model was like where you were stuck in quarantine. This was on the Internet and I either was in the same room with you or I was connected to a one on uh you know some type of like it ig live or yeah. whatever 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 yeah, it definitely did grow from that point like like you said like it started off from them being on ig live then trying to be in the same room and now look at them they're in the stadiums like <laughs> you know arenas so like. what what do you what person or what matchup do you think puts an artist in hip hop on the same playing field as someone like Wale. And I'm not saying versus. So again, preface this to stay. Who sits at that? We're not, we're good, but we're not great. I would say maybe Big Crit. Ooh. Currency? Currency. Yeah. Um, I would say also probably um Meek Mill. Depending on the meat that you get, like this last album wasn't it, but okay, old meat, old meat, like old meat, like yeah. But uh, this 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 album right here felt like a like I mean I, I don't want to sound regurgitating um when it comes to like people who already said it, but yeah, it's a fucking um a little Dirk album, you know. Yeah, he kind of stole his his whole entire sound, like and everything. Uh, and I ne- seen it like when they did that song "Pain Away" together, which is I, I love that fucking song. But I seen him kind of like emulating Dirk at that point. So, uh, is- but Meek Mill is up there. What Wiz? Wiz Wiz is yeah, up I was there. gonna say Wiz, yeah. Wiz, Wiz, yeah, and Wiz could do. He could definitely do a versus. Wiz is cracking anybody's head. Like muffin, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He's a hard matchup. Any, any, if we're talking 
cushion orange juice or flight school. You know what I'm saying? If if he gets to include a mixtape, it's it's a it, it's a long day for somebody. So yeah. I think Wiz is at that point where he was like, "Cool, I'm cool. I don't need to be like the main attraction. I already did it." And I got to where I needed to be, but I made a way in a lane for my family. So I'm cool, but I still get to do what I want. Like somebody like Mac. Yeah. Mac Miller, who was, who was very close with Wiz, very close. Mac could have done the exact same thing. Like if mm-hmm. you're talking mixtapes, if you're talking like, mm-hmm he was at that level to where it's like, yeah, I can transcend just hip hop. I can step outside of it and do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that's all I got. I think we're getting long in this subject. Uh, let's continue because in other news and music, uh, Boosie. <laughs> He's so crazy. Y'all. He's like y'all. that crazy uncle at like the drunk uncle at the barbecue. Y'all. <laughs> Let's see a boy back in my day. Yo. <laughs> Yo. We oh, do that gay fam. shit back do you, in my day. Do you think, do you guys think that Boosie could be canceled? Yeah, or is he yo, like a nice like, tribe? Yes. That's just how he is. Yo, he just gotta go, man. Or shut up. Like you just some <laughs> old dusty. The old somebody's uncle. Yo, he's an old dusty you know nigga from the sticks, and the, the, all of the things that are negative within the realm of thought process, where he comes from, <laughs> is in a person that can do so much and be so great. But it's like, bro, just shut up for two minutes. Like, if you can just digest a bit more shut the fuck up i promise you put it in your put it in your daily like protein shake (laughs) something your 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 meal prep should be that like let me take my little dose of shut the fuck up like just (laughs) shut the fuck up shut the you know what's crazy though bro all right so like even all right so i i know where we're going with this topic um with by image uh all I'm going to say is that little Nas X, who is the greatest troll on the internet, and I aspire to be as big of a troll on the, yeah, the internet as <laughs> as little Nas X is, and he does the internet so well. And I'm talking from like sensationalism. But so does to, Boosie, though. Y- yo, Boosie. like even though on. even though the way he goes about saying certain shit is outrageous, like listen. But little, but, but little Nas X doesn't too. have to. Little Nas X only goes for outrage to help people look in the mirror. Boosie is like the the villain in a lot of sense. He's an anti-hero, mm-hmm. but he also could be a villain because he's just not thinking properly. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Geeked Up on the Block. You know what I'm saying? podcast yes i'm pulling in some marvel references bitch don't play with me i am mm-hmm. a nerd and also a scholar and i will go crack your mom uh like nobody's business i can make her into an amulet or some scrambled whatever it is who knows what bitch don't play with me uh anyways um 
so yeah no it's like he boosie is like a weird some people are like yeah freedom of speech and it's like bro you also have the freedom to shut the fuck up like just go sit down so little nas x trolls boosie says that they have a song coming to uh, that they are both on boosie's like nah no forget all that (laughs) <laughs> and by the way, I'm going to just drop all this carnage in one tweet and it should offend you, your mama, her cousins, like they uh, co-workers, um, the people that ride on the same piece of transit that, you know, their second cousins, baby daddy uh, also rides on. All of them should be offended, too. I'm going to say all of this and then I'm going to. You know, not think about it, and I'm gonna hit send. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, if we're gonna get into the tweet, um, because I have it pulled up right here. Nope, we don't even nope. talk about it. Yeah, we don't need to talk go about look it. it up. You can go look it up. Yeah, you, no, Boosie. you can't. You can't because it's um actually taken down. It's nah. Down. You can find but, it. That's yeah, you, 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 you can, can find it. it. Yeah, like you know. But the thing about that too, bro, is that um. He took that tweet down, but did not stop at that point. He continued on for the rest of the day with subs going right at Nas X, you know? And um, like you said before, sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up because a lot of shit that he said in his tweet that sparked the whole shit was inappropriate. Like, you know, I could feel you don't fuck with somebody, but just saying the shit that he said, you know, was just out of line in my my opinion. You know, like, I, I don't subscribe to that bullshit because you never know what anybody's going through on any kind of day you know mentally wise yeah and at the end of the day he's another black man so you know exactly that right there to me is my biggest issue with any of that kind of stuff is that we are supposed to be supporting each other we already have enough people trying to put us down and that's the last thing is we should have people of our same type of people being you know putting ourselves down instead of lifting each other up um here's what i'll say to that to play devil's advocate um Mm -hmm. there's a way that you can critique your people Mm -hmm. okay yeah in in a non-disrespectful way (laughs) absolutely simultaneously there are people which we've referenced this multiple times uh i hopefully do not have to reference this again but we probably will um there's people that will get critiqued uh, in a way that they deem threatening or offensive, but it's just they are as soft as fucking baby shit. That's definitely true, too. So that, Both things can be true. <laughs> we just naturally need to just be, like, use common sense, which I know is not common. Common sense ain't common. Look it up. I said it. I don't know who quoted it, but I'm going to just say it's me. Because I say it all the time. And <laughs> the thing about it is, is the reason why I say it all the time is because it is put into live action right in front of me. Like common sense is so not common that people do not know how to step away from a topic or an issue. Look at things objectively in based factual information. Mm. And then move forward because there's so much emotion there's so many things that are connected to certain topics which i get there should be a line in the sand right if 
my equality is prohibited by you, the individual who believes that you are superior to me and me living as equal to you in the same neighborhood, same environment, same thing. I get to coexist to where I'm not hindered any more or any less than you are. If not, then I should be able to speak out on that. Most people seem to take Dave Chappelle trying to be canceled by the trans community, right? Or the LGBTQ. Um, and they look at that as a call to arms for them to stand up for what they believe in, even though they're racist. No, that's not the same. I promise you. Mm -hmm. See, um, it's funny that you even uh, put those two together like that, you know, with the Dave Chappelle um, having his freedom of speech and speaking about that and then people trying to cancel him over that shit, you know. Um, I will say that certain things that Boosie did say that I kind of agree with, you know, like certain shit that he did on television, everything like that. Like regardless of that, like you still have kids watching the show at the end of the day, you know, so certain shit just shouldn't be broadcast. So I agree with some of the shit that Boosie did say, but I also just say that in the same sense, like um, equality and everything like that, it's never really been on the same playing field as what, you know, the, uh, I don't want to say the LGBTQ, you know, let's fucking go. Like it's, it hasn't been. And, and it's like, it seemed like they did take more steps than we did. And, um, that's why I like with, with the Dave Chappelle uproar and everything and how they feel about it. It's like, I don't give a fuck. How y'all feel like it was funny to me. And that's number one. That's the, that's the, that's the first thing that we got to go off. Like, regardless if it was offensive or not, it was funny. Like, he didn't wish death upon nobody and nothing like that, you feel me? Like, he didn't say none of that extra shit, but, like, you know, so, like, it got, got to stay on that same realm, like, and, um, they just, they just have an uproar for nothing sometimes, like, and the fact that they, their platform is so huge, it, it, it becomes a trending topic, like, and, and, and they know how to use social media, <laughs> right? They know how to use them some social media. They be like, oh, word, let me take this to my peoples. And then next thing you know, they're going to put a hashtag on some shit. And it's supposed to be like, and then next thing you know, ooh, what's this? You viral. all in? You know, they're like, it's viral. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, though, is like, you know, people are more concerned with just being infamous or famous or whatever the case may be, because then they think once they get to that point, the more eyes that are on me, the more that I can capitalize or functionally be able to make money on my likeness in some way, shape or form. Somebody going to rock with me. Right. Yeah. But then you go. Why is that the route? Because I do understand where you may be coming from in some sense, right? Like there needs to be an ability to talk about positive. There needs to be like a threshold that we don't necessarily cross until we get into the realm of like, you should be old enough to understand or take in what you're receiving. If it's on television, if it's a piece of art, if it's music, if it's whatever the case may be, you can go across the spectrum. Most people will get stuck in things that we consume versus like just things 
right? It could be political. It could be social. It could be ec economical. All of these things people get uncomfortable with or don't want to communicate in that realm or this is where we should only focus our energy at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. But at the same time, if we're talking equality, you have to understand that everybody's equal. Everybody's fair game. But at the same 1, time, 000. too, there's also the consequence of your actions. If you act in a way to where you get canceled, I think there was something that I read about Boosie where he... Um, <clears throat> holy shit. Hang on one second. Uh, like, they were talking about canceling him further, and I'm like, how do you do this? Uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Um, Boosie wants a refund because he's been... Um, barred or banned from the arena state mm -hmm. farm arena right mm -hmm. so it's like bro you go off on this tirade then the consequences which state farm arena is a private entity right mm -hmm. well it's for the public yeah that's true but it's owned by a private group mm -hmm. so they can choose what they want to do yeah, indeed. They can. So in that aspect and respect, all I'm going to say to my boy, Boosie, is my guy, I'm sorry for your loss and your season tickets or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, or, like remember they even you know stopped from performing from a concert a, a couple weeks ago too, remember? Um I think there was, I can't remember what was the reason. I think it was like maybe, um, and then they were saying that if you want to oh, see yeah, him, yeah. you know, if you want to see him and you, um, and you purchase your tickets and he's not going to be there, then, you know, get, you, you get, get a, a refund at some, yeah. some form. Yeah. I remember that, but Hey, all I'm going to say to my boy, Boosie, I'm sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you get canceled my guy i uh, you know what hey sometimes it's okay to just be quiet it mm -hmm. is all right so um outside of that i think uh to switch it up to a positive note um young thug who there's two articles that i want to read about young thug and then after that i want to get the fuck about the music because we can Keep it pushing, keep it pushing. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So, um, DJ Academics claims that Young Thug isn't a big dog like he thinks he is in hip hop. Mm -hmm. Like, fam. I, I read that. Um, <clears throat> like, how you, how, what? I feel like, I, all right, I, I feel like this. Who gives a fuck really with access, you know? I mean, I know he has he hey. has a lot of followers. He's a huge person, you know what I'm saying, in the um in the game of media and everything. But like when Act be talking sometime, I feel like he does that shit for reactions. You feel me? Yeah, he's clickbaity. Like, yeah, because cause Act is has been known as a big thug fan, you know what I'm saying? Like he's expressed that on a lot of platforms back, like even when they was um 
the fucking when they used to have what was it everyday struggle um between him and Joe Button right like they used to um talk about a lot of these new artists and everything like that you know um on their show like uh that that's why he had gotten to that beef with whole Vic missing you know what I'm saying because uh they used to discuss a lot of the up and coming artists uh Joe is famous for having that's that little yell at for you little yada you know and they used to always praise Thug. So for him to come out and say that he's he feels like Thug is not a big dog, you know what I'm saying, in the industry, um, it's kind of like, uh, like really, why, why? Why do you feel like that? I feel Mona, like the huge... Mona, do you listen to Thug uh, a lot? I know that Chris is such a young Thug fan. <laughs> so is my son. Um, so I do listen a little bit. Um, but no, I don't. But I also can't stand academics, and I could give zero anything about what he has to say i feel you <laughs> academics is just loud uh he's a dj but he doesn't dj so he just he did in college quote unquote <laughs> bro me too Diesel. bro me too and i use vinyl and that's a real thing so shut up like, <laughs> he's that, another one he's another one you can just tell yeah but I will jump on some uh, turntables and try to shit. It's been at least <laughs> it's been at least over a decade since I've touched a pair of turntables, but I'll figure it out because act name is act name because he thought DJ sounded cool going in front of it. <laughs> He's like, oh, I just <laughs> nah. He wanted to use he he wanted to be cool. The man tried to use AK. Yeah, AK, sir. You've never seen one of those things in real life. Yeah. Like you've never you have you ever loaded a bullet for a shooter? Probably not. So, anyways, um, so academics is uh fat and miserable. Uh yeah, he might got some money, but his dick little. So you know what? Sorry. Um, but on the other his cheeks are full of nuts. Yo, (laughs) because he be swallowing hella glizzies. He be Yo, seen it, seen it. My man was on everyday struggle. Blah, Drake is the greatest. Blah, blah, glizzy to the face. Um, nah, anyways, bro, that's a fact. <laughs> anyways, that's you never see me in a glizzy. <laughs> and then Joe Button was like, "Relax." Mm-hmm. Smell like right. a whole, a whole Newport ashtray. Um, anyways, <laughs> but shout out to Joe Button. He he at least put uh Newports into a fragrance. Good for him. Um, uh, uh, Elon Musk responds to Young Thug's request mm-hmm. to help with Slime City. Um, mm-hmm. Back in August, Young Thug was gifted 100 acres of untouched land in Atlanta by realtor Trey Williams and his manager uh, in 300 Entertainment A&R. Uh, Jeff, yeah, I don't know Jeff's name, uh, Ogun Lessie. Um, for his 30th birthday that's a lot of space that's a lot of place so soon after that thugger revealed uh, his master class um um excuse me to try and develop this into a version of wakanda in the u.s good for him i feel you bro but mm-hmm. lo and behold my man was so forward thinking that he reached out to elon musk <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Now, as you know, Elon has a bit of a connection to music because he has a child with uh, artist, DJ, something, something, something. I don't know. I don't listen to shit she be doing. Grimes, but I know she's supposedly famous. And they got a baby by the name of uh, uh, X dot slash computer science um, backspace Dealey. So that's the baby's name. Don't get mad at me. Go read the shit. Go look at it. It's on Google, man. Do your Googles. Um, that's what I said from the pop, snap, crackle, pop, and all the way forward. <laughs> um, but Elon Musk, who also is... Uh, to do that, though. That is With, very smart. It's very like, innovative. Like Elon Musk is uh, trying to colonize or at least <laughs> get onto Mars. So if he's doing a lot of things with SpaceX, I think that that is a good way to at least uh, put an anchor in where we currently are, because I think that's a lot of issues that people have with Elon. Um, from that, and the thing about that too is the fact that he even responded to him. Like it wasn't something that he that's said. That's what I'm saying. Like he responded to him, said, "Hit me in a DM." So obviously, <laughs> it's a it's a conversation, you know? Right that's being had, you know, and, um, you know, it, it was probably on some hit me in DM. My people going to get with your people. We going to meet up and we going to talk about this personally, you know, like, cause, um, for Thug to even reach out to him, like you said, forward thinking like that, um, it means that he's really serious about this shit, you know, like, right. So it's been reported across a bunch of different platforms, but basically what it was young thug, um, uh, tagged Elon Musk in a tweet or added Elon Musk in a tweet saying he wanted to make Slime City um, uh, 100% solar powered. Power, yeah. um, and then Elon Musk, uh, I think, in response was saying that his people will be in touch. Um, yeah, that's crazy. He was like, I want to make Slime City solar powered. Where you at, Elon Musk? And this was sent on October 19th. Mm-hmm. of this year so that is pretty dope that there are people that are in touching distance to folks that are going to have a farther reaching impact um historically than just, yeah. than just being on this plane for as long as they live right mm-hmm. i think that's where some people strive to be few people are absolutely actually able to obtain it um where some people look at music other look at sport things like that to where you can live on for generations your work can live on beyond that so you can at least start in that field but you can expand and i think that's where people ultimately want to get to so that is what i wanted to talk about in music um yeah let's get ultimately it i'm a little hesitant to get here right um because there's so much in regards to this conversation uh where a cinematographer on the set of rust was uh killed with an uh prop gun um but there's so many twists and turns and plot holes to this so what i'm going to try and do and what we can hopefully do is give a full display of what has transpired thus far, what we have found out, and not necessarily give our full takes, but just give some insight uh, from our perspective. 
um, versus uh, I think that's a better way to say like an opinion on a topic, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, unfortunately, cinematographer was killed on the set of Russ. Uh, Alec Baldwin just so happened to be the actor who was um, the one that fired the prop round um, that killed and injured. It killed the cinematographer and injured, I believe, the director. But I think where some people misunderstand is that this has happened before, where Brandon Lee, son of Bruce Lee, was killed mm -hmm. on the set of the original Crow movie um, mm -hmm. in regards to a prop gun. Now, the thought was that a piece of live ammunition, initially the thought in both instances, or at least the thought for Brandon Lee, was that um, live ammunition was present. Now, fast forward here, possibly, I believe, 30 years forward, we're talking about Alec Baldwin um, shooting something, a prop gun, and there being a discharge. Now, people are like, was that a real gun or a real bullet? What happened? Um, so on and so forth. We also come to find out that the armorer, meaning the person that... Responsible was, for... Was responsible, yeah. yeah, absolutely, Mona. Um, responsible for the prop gun. Um, that that person even said on a podcast that they felt that they weren't experienced enough to mm -hmm. be in that world. Um, yeah. There are other people that worked with her in other productions prior to this one that felt uneasy with her <clears throat> ability to do her job. Um, yeah. Alec Baldwin for hours after the incident was inconsolable and super distraught, which I expect anyone Gosh. of yeah, sound of mind to be, especially if someone loses their life um, uh, and you don't mean to take it. So yeah, that seems like that was uneasy. Uh, rest in peace to her and uh, condolences to her husband or uh, son, I believe. Um, yeah. But then you see a whole bunch of shit where people are just making jokes ill. Like it's, it's tacky for me. Yeah. It's tacky. So yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Um, yeah. If y'all want to dive deeper into that. Cool. But well, um, let me just say something first and foremost about what you were saying initially about the whole um, incident, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's crazy because I remember the other day when my girl, she picked me up Um I mean, when um, Mona picked me up, um, that she had mentioned, you know, did you hear about Alec Bowen killing somebody? And I was like, no, were? And she's like, yeah. She's like, oh, something about a prop gun. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then we looked it up and then we found out that, yeah, he did actually had killed somebody with a prop gun and everything. So even like when we was talking earlier, I feel like, you know, when it comes to these type of incidents and, um, they should have people like really checking the the equipment, the bullets, and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like inspecting everything to make sure that they all you know dummy rounds. Like it should be somebody around doing that shit 24 seven. If you're gonna be on set playing with guns, you know, right? Like, like that. Therefore, that avoids that fucking you know problem. You know, like it's unfortunate you know that this happened to her. You know, and um, I don't think by any means that it was intentional. You know, um, I feel like you know. It was an accident, 
And, um, you know, just like you said, rest in peace to her and her, you know, condolences to her family and everything, and her loved ones. Because it's, it's crazy mm-hmm. that, like, she was just coming to work, you know? You know what I'm saying? And she gets killed, you know? Like, it was not supposed to happen like that. And that's just that. And like you said, the jokes, I feel like that. They tacky and they they tasteless, you know? And I'm like, I, I ain't with all that shit. Like, whatever, you know? You know, I fuck with you, but it's right. all right. Like, that shit's crazy. I think some uh, people um, don't know how to maybe react and everything these days is jokes. It doesn't matter what what it is, like like the whole Kobe thing when that, you know, mm-hmm. when there was jokes on that. Um, people have lost touch with emotion and reality in this age of internet. Right. Um, people don't know how to communicate as a real person or see people as real people. We are all faces behind a screen. We are all avatars. Um, people aren't really real people. There's hardly any human interaction. And understanding that people have um, emotions or maybe going through something or this something this incident might trigger somebody in a different way where maybe someone else, it's jokes to them, but someone else it might hit closer to home to them. Um, so things like that, I don't take lightly. Um, yeah, I, I I I feel you. I just think it's it's kind of tacky. Um, I'm gonna see absolutely like uh, reality warping red. Um, if somebody, you know, makes a you know distasteful joke, especially if I'm if I know who you are, right? If I know you and you say some wild shit, like mm-hmm. if I lose a loved one or I'm in a situation where like you're making fun of me at the expense of someone else losing their life in Mm -hmm. an instance where it wasn't warranted. Like I'd be remiss to say I didn't share a meme with the folks that were running into the Capitol and right because mm-hmm. it's like that's that's a difference. That's a difference. You chose to put yourself in the realm of possibility that you don't think these folks in here that are trying to conduct the procedure of pushing or putting another president in office, right? Mm-hmm simultaneously while looking at the historical information that a black female that hit a retaining or uh i think it was a wall right in front of the Capitol was gunned mm-hmm. down in her own car if i'm I, not I mistaken that. her mm-hmm. child was in the back was seat. in the car yep they did not care they did not care so you want to tell me that i'm supposed to feel sorry in that realm for a woman that loses her life when she tries to enter the chambers of Congress or the house or whatever, mm. who the fuck knows. Um, but anyways, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to sit here and act like yeah, I'm we, a complete saint, right? Yeah. I'm not. But, I mean, it, it's a big difference though. It, it's the consequences of your own actions and something happening to you without you doing anything. You know, I was talking to Chris earlier about, sorry, but this is another morbid topic, but, the woman who was murdered in her apartment complex and 
she had turned the guy down. He was a uh, custodian or janitor or maintenance guy at her apartment building. She said no to him. He had access to her home and she gets home and he murders her and he rapes her. You know, those are not all she did was say no. You know what I mean? This is something that an innocent person gets home from work regular day and they end up dead. Right. Totally different. You know what I mean? Totally different. Totally different. <laughs> totally totally different. different. So I, I feel you. And, you know, again, I don't want to stay here because it, it kind of makes me uneasy. Um, only from the aspect of like, you know, we understand this is the internet, but at the same time too, I feel like if you're gonna be bold enough to say something on the internet, you should have the open access to either be doxxed or your DM should turn into absolute purgatory. <laughs> the thing I is, though, the people who make the most comments are always people who have their settings to private and they have no profile picture. Those are the those are the trolls. Those are the people who are making crazy comments on Instagram, you know what I mean, or on Twitter, the people that you can't hit up. Well, uh, I can't remember what the name of the documentary was, but uh, I know that uh, there are people that sit behind, you know, as bots. Oh, yeah. And their job is just to be a bot. We are just yeah. going to create engagement and interaction so that, excuse me, people are upset and uh, people are just going to be outraged by us posting this. So we're gonna post it from this private place. We're also gonna have a VPN set up. So then that way we can, you know, block our act uh, actual uh, router number and all that other jazz, blah, 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 blah. Just giving away the fucking free game here, my fault. Uh, if you can, please cash <laughs> app, AN, no more Shogun, 009 on uh, cash app, appreciate you tip out <laughs> we out here trying to build a network i got i gotta buy some things for uh the gang so we can make sure that we can actually llc this bitch bitch don't play yeah. with me i'm dead ass yeah. though uh anyways no, I know uh, Let me know. yeah i'm dead ass though uh anyways um yeah this is this is a gross topic to be on so i'm just gonna get up out of here the best way i know how uh by playing some music uh yeah. That's all. Hey. Transport J, what up? Damn, I hate my nigga got caught up in that chair. Episode 31 of the CDB podcast. It's boy number one Shogun. Chief Chris. Hey. Being young and black, man, that shit like suicide White man get promoted, black man get crucified Speaking from experience, move at your own rhythm Half these niggas in the game so fickle Karma gon' hit them, don't get caught up in the system Betrayal on the balls by Ampuccino and Jizzle Synchronized swimming in this cash for real Bruce Wayne parked out front in the Batmobile Family dinner at Roku, faded off my ties Buy a couple colorways if they got my size I'd rather post in the cut Can't really rock with these fools I keep my eye on what's what, give a fuck who's who Being young and black, man, that shit like suicide White man get promoted, black man get crucified That's just the heaviness of the truth 
The Reverend told me I was special as a youth, uh. Living a hell of a life, I must be heaven bound. Had to lock in, come up with a better style. Now I got my method, man, like I rep to cow. Might as well take it in when I bring the McLaren out. All right, so let's uh, keep it pushing as we know how. Um, man. You know what? Uh, I know this is like wild and maybe I should have actually said this prior to this uh, because we're going to just continue to go. Minneapolis cop charged for killing family member of teen who recorded George Floyd's murder. So a Minneapolis police officer has been charged with vehicular homicide and manslaughter for a July crash that resulted in the death of an innocent bystander, a man who happened to be the uncle of the teenager who recorded the infamous video of Derek Kavon uh, kneeling on George Floyd's neck. How convenient. Right. But if I had the drop, I'd play it. Prosecutors of Hennepin uh, County um, filed criminal charges against the officer Brian Cummings, for the uh, July 6th death of Linnell Frazier on Friday. This was reported. I do not have a date on this, but this did happen um, October 22nd. So this is only three days old uh, Mm -hmm. for if you're listening to this whenever you listen to this. Frazier, who was 40 years old, died when his vehicle was struck by Cummings' uh, police car. The Minneapolis Police Department said the collision unfolded while police were attempting to catch a driver in a stolen vehicle believed to be taken during a carjacking that was also linked with robberies at multiple businesses. Investigators explained Friday that Frazier's Jeep entered the in, in intersection on a green light and was narrowly missed by the driver of the stolen vehicle before it was struck by the squad car on the driver's side, an accident uh, reconstruction reported uh, report determined that the collision could be contributed to Cummings for failure to operate his vehicle with due regard for safety of other motorists. Minneapolis Police Department did not immediately respond to a, requ- a request to comment. Eat a dick. We know how they give it up. <laughs> We know how they give it up. Um, let's see. It's certain mm-hmm. states when you mention them, bro. Like we know how they operate. We know how they give it up. Like it's like it, it's hurtful to hear about it. You know what I'm saying? But we like, oh damn! Like it, it just feel like sorry to say, it's just like oh damn, another one, right? You know, like, so and it, and that's how I feel like when it comes nationwide. Anyway, you know, it's like when I hear about my people, you know, saying getting killed maliciously by these police officers, these racist type of people, you know, I always be like, damn, another one is like, like, honestly, like, we can't even, like, at this point, even have peace still, you know, still at this point, like. All right, so let's just compound it a bit. Um, Family of Elijah McClain reaches settlement in the federal civil rights lawsuit against Aurora Police Department for an undisclosed fee of the 23-year-old unarmed black man 
who was walking home when he was stopped by Aurora police. After being placed in a chokehold, he was injected with ketamine and suffered a heart attack. Of fucking course he did. Mm. Goddamn tranquilizer. Right, he was not a very big kid, so. And he was anemic. And the reason why he, the police were even called on him is because he also fell on the autism spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Like that that happened out here, right, Mona? When you, I yeah, that's, that's here in Aurora. Yeah, it was in 2019, I think. I remember when you was telling me about the whole story and everything. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, it's crazy. Like, even when I came out here, you were telling me how they had, like, um, rallies. They're having pro- What's crazy is that even at the protests, they were shutting down the protests out here. Uh, the cops were, like, uh, running people off and arresting people. So, I forgot to add that this is two years to the point in which because they didn't specify the actual date in 2019 when this happened no, no. right they would yeah it, it didn't come up until like a year later it was already right. a year after when it became like a news thing well it, also, it was not out there the reason why it came up was only because we were talking about george floyd and yep. then Brianna Taylor. Taylor. And then there was the male. Ahmaud Arbery. Yeah. There's just a maelstrom of all things. We could talk mm-hmm. about Michael Brown. We could yeah. talk about, um, oh man, uh, what's Sandra. Uh, Sandra Bland. Bland. Yeah. Um, we, fuck, man. Uh, Who's uh, the guy who just, they did not approve the cop, I think, got away with it. The one that they shot up, he lived, but he's like paralyzed now. Yeah. I mean, there's too many. Yeah, even there really is. We could, no, we could talk about bad. we could talk about the police or the people <laughs> that are protected by the police. Uh, people we could talk about uh, rest in peace to Trayvon Martin. Right. Yes. That's that's the name yeah. that I was trying to get. But yeah, Trayvon Martin. You know, I'm, I'm worn the fuck out. I'll be tired, bro. That, that's why I said another one. Like y'all really. And then you really think about it, it's like if you look at the age bracket of a lot of these gentlemen, like Trayvon, even to uh, Elijah McClain, you know, they're still kids, you know, 23, he's a kid, you know, and an artistic one at that, you know, like he's he and, and, and he was just chilling, like he was just enjoying his music. Just music, yeah. And then walking he, home. Oh, this person thought he was like crazy or something, you know, like even when I had came out here, like. You know, you know, remember, um, morning when your mom told me and shit. Yeah, like the very first, because you know, Chris is from New York. Everybody walks around <clears throat> headphones. You know, it's a little different out here. You know, and my mom was like, "Chris needs to be careful." He's. I saw him walking to Seven Eleven with his music on, and you know, he had, you know, had his hands up and motioning and listening to the music, vibing. Yeah, nigga, you can't do that. That's crazy. <laughs> you can't even do that. You can't even exist and just be yourself outside. Yeah, I like I'm listening to my that. music and just and you know my music is hitting me and I just do my little hand justice because you know, you know what they say, rapper hands, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like when you listen <laughs> to music, like you feel like you that rapper at that moment when that's your joint. So you'd be like, you would you be on some like that's your shit performing how they were performing type shit, <laughs> like you know. And yeah, so like um I was like, damn, that's crazy though, like how like difference in all the cities like because in new york like people would just automatically be like oh, that's he like normal <laughs> they're like oh he listened to his music or he in his bag whatever the case may be you know what i mean 
Like out here, even if you the thing is in New York, even if you were being crazy, they would just keep walking past you. It would <laughs> face them. I'm just saying. Right. Hey, everybody crazy. <laughs> You're like, like, Whoa. oh, look at this crazy nigga. <laughs> I keep, I, I keep, I was talking about something with uh, one of my family members that was going on, and uh, you know, we were talking about just who gets policed the most because Cincinnati. It, you know, there's like a bunch of shootings and stuff that are going on, but I think that's probably normal for any city, uh, major metropolitan. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody commented on something that I posted, but he only shows up when we talk about like historical reference to mm-hmm. racism and oppression, mm-hmm. and then it becomes uncomfortable conversation. So then argument always comes into black on black crime i i literally go over that i literally goaded him into it and i'm like well fam i rarely hear you talk about white on white crime don't even see it posted not to the effect that you jump on my motherfucking comment section and then got Mm. the most to say and then you'll like some shit that's educational and it actually is me having to explain to you who shouldn't have to explain to you because it's not my duty to do that. Mm -hmm. But then you'll give a like, and then I won't see you for a month or two. And then when I post more things, because I'm continuous in the education and affirmation and uplifting of people of color to equality, most yes, people sir. only hear, oh, he's all about just uplifting people of color to equality. Yes, once sir. it's equal, we can move forward. Yeah, like but that's when the, the thing. Playing the, field the, is equal is not even on. Yeah, equal is not even in their vocabulary when it comes to our people. You know what I'm saying? Like we just exist. That's the that's the um e word that we get. Well, the thing is, they have been taught since birth. That is their birthright to be above. Mm-hmm. And they don't even know, and I'm not, I'll say they most don't even realize it. Some right. of them realize it, most of them don't. Most of them don't. It's it's upsetting. I understand that for some people, it's like how we feel like, you know, um, like you said, we just want to talk about equality. And um they birthright, they feel some people, because even some of them, they they even make you feel like you beneath them, you know? Right. Like, it's a difference, like, from them just, like, you already recognize the situation, but, like, you got some of them that really be on some, like, t- look down on you, you know, I, I, I ain't with all that shit. I mean, honestly, you see it more, the ones that are outspoken are usually the, the poor whites, sorry to say. Right. <laughs> the rich whites at least got it uh, smart enough to keep it in, in their head. Well, you know what? Let me <laughs> let me just uh, let me let me just share some things. Our Cherokee people. Oh, I love were him. Bushwhacked by bloody Andrew Jackson. <laughs> by the way, this is John Leguizamo. And our president Zamo. proclamates mm. to the Cherokee people. Now listen here, Chief Crybaby. 
You and your papooses can remain on this land so long as you live by our laws. So from now on, there are going to be just a few new laws just for all of y'all. <laughs> I know, I know. I look more like Frederick Douglass than I do Andrew Jackson. <laughs> but I'd rather look like Freddie than Andy any old fucking day. <laughs> especially, especially after you learn that those poor tribes actually tried to live according to the strict laws of Andrew Jackson's Indian Removal Act, which is so twisted and hypocritical, man, because Ben Franklin and the Founding Fathers plagiarized the Iroquois Nation's Constitution to create our Constitution because of the great freedoms and independence it guaranteed to each individual state. And then they go and do it to us again in the 1930s with the Repatriation Act, where they blame Mexican-Americans for taking jobs during the Depression. Sound familiar? So President Herbert Hoover repatriates 500,000 Latin people that were born here. And those of us that then leave were lynched. And between 1830 and 1930, 600 of us were lynched. Mm -hmm. And now they're doing it to us again, man, with all these anti-immigration policies, making us so afraid of being pulled over and profiled that we have to pretend that we can't even speak Spanish. Officer, come up with Daryl Blar, since Severe Blar, officer. No, but Daryl Blar, no, Severe Blar. Come up with Daryl, since Severe. So Severe Blar, no, but Daryl, ho, Daryl. You know, ho, Daryl, two, ho, Daryl, no, but Before we could just pretend not to speak English now because of ice, right? So, point being here is that the conversation is the same. Most people think that I talk about just black. That is not true. Everybody mm. is included all minorities right so when i have this conversation and we talk about trans community and their uproar with dave Chappelle and how it is xyz you have to understand the entirety of history to then stake a claim and know what it is that you speak on and know where you come from mm -hmm. You know what the funny thing is, though, Ahun? Like, I'm not even trying to be funny, but, like, they go to Africa. They got, you know, African men, you know, the dark complexion, right? They come to America, and what do they have? The melanin, like, um, brown skin, fair skin, you know, uh, the Indians, you know, um, the Native Americans, actually, you know? So, like, they, they always just come for our, like, they always was just haters, like, I'm sorry. They <laughs> like, well, natives, natives and Africans uh, shared a kinship that most people don't acknowledge. Uh, yeah. More often than not, you would also probably not even be able to deviate between the two. Simultaneously, when you're talking about post-Civil War uh, um, exodus of the slaves and different things like that, you... Uh, or freed slaves, um, you saw a large population of black slaves that migrated south. Mm -hmm. Albeit 
you still have racism between different cultures um, in the Hispanic community. Uh, the lighter you are, the more preferred you are. Um, yeah, colorism is all the way around. Absolutely. Um, we do the same shit with the, the black community, light skin versus dark skin. Ooh, That's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, like, fuck you, light skin you, niggas. It don't matter, like, oh, nigga. Like, if I'm black, yeah. I'm black. And then guess what? The dark skin <laughs> niggas, if I got killed by somebody doing some dirty shit, i.e. a cop or somebody that wanted to step above and beyond just being a normal fucking citizen, which is what I am. Nigga. And then you want to execute me in whatever fashion you choose hmm then the dark-skinned folks and the light-skinned folks will come together along with possibly the hispanics and of course the natives because they are the most uh the indigenous population let me not just say native because we can talk about yeah, indigenous. the indigenous polynesian uh populace uh uh hawaii hawaiian uh population right um but again, that's knowing cultures, knowing people. There are so many people that have been taken advantage of, marginalized, given scraps to allow for things to progress forward. We're not even talking about the 40 acres and a mule or the Redistribution Act, uh, where you're redistributing land to people that have no stake, no claim to those that are already occupying it mm -hmm. so <laughs> it's fucked isn't it but yeah. again the reason why we always have to come back to this is because we do need to have a conversation to where people can share different points of view different cultures different aspects but you have to start at a base level there are things that have to be agreed upon across the board. If you won't even acknowledge what I just gave you or what we just heard, right? Yeah. Then why the fuck are you involved in the conversation? Period. No, for sure. And it's like you said too, like um, it's not just um the, the blacks and African-Americans, you know, um, the indigenous people, you know, and all of those you know, um, different races, you know, and cultures and backgrounds and everything. Like our people has always been like, like, if you think about it, like we, we was, we had our own land, you know, and it was all conquered, you know, taken over, you know, right. We was over here doing our own thing on both. Natives um, were doing the same thing. Uh, That's natives, what I'm saying. Like natives of Mexico, mm -hmm. natives of South America, all indigenous yeah. people uh, were just chilling doing their own thing yeah, everybody decides like, we just need to conquer because this is same, our shit now well shoot dude you see the same thing happening with uh palestine and israel but if you say anything about it probably the same sense that you say anything about the lgbt community you could possibly get canceled no we're talking about modern day palestine which is being taken over and mm -hmm. euthanized by um, is uh, Zionists. Yeah. So extremist. Uh, if you, so same thing can be said for the people that say this is a Christian nation. 
It is not. It is a melting pot. You allow all deities, entry, mm-hmm. all religions, all people. Mm-hmm. If someone were to profess that we should be saying, you know, a prayer in, well, what, what prayer, right? There's over 6,000 different religions, if I'm not mistaken, globally yeah. recognized religions. Mm-hmm. So how do you, you know, it's feel- crazy though, bro. Even when, um, like in American schools, you know, um, at least when I was growing up as a kid, like they we used to say the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, saying every morning we had to stand up, you know, saying in the classroom, say the Pledge of Allegiance, and then we would sit down, you know, and it, it became a time when they stopped doing that because they felt like there's so many different countries now, some people they, they won't stand to, um, like the younger kids because the way they're raised and everything like that and this is not their culture and everything you know? right but why do you pledge allegiance to that particular you see what i'm saying yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Hurt, we like, going there <laughs> so it, like and you should be able to ask these questions but most people who might be nationalists Right. This mm-hmm. is America or the greatest country on the planet Earth. Have you been yeah. to any other countries? They're no, patri- I haven't, but I know that the this biggest is the greatest country in the world. Oh, right. Man. I know this is the greatest country on planet Earth and blah, blah, blah coming here because blah, they got opportunity and blah, 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 blah. Well, mm-hmm. you like, don't also- get me. Don't get it twisted. I love my I love where I, I was from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know other countries is even more crazier than when I grew up, you know? Yeah, that's true. But, but but but, you know, I do recognize that. Yeah, my country got some some flaws. Like we ain't perfect, like the way everybody think they or, or want to praise the whole great right American hope. You know, like well, this is. Well, I the, think the, we lost a lot of credibility there. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. It used to be the American dream, and now it's mm-hmm. just an embarrassment. Well, I think <laughs> you needed to have a hard reset for someone like Donald Trump to be in office yeah. to actually like lift the, the lift the veil, so mm-hmm. to speak. Like, it was at least needed. now, yeah. Now, at least now we know where everyone stands. Right, it was needed. It yeah, was needed. for sure. Oh yeah, because because it even sparked it to where um like certain friends that you would know, you know, what I'm saying. And now that everybody's allowed us internet space, people just want to have they use a platform for whatever they want to use it for, you know. And shout out to them. Do say what you want to say. That's your shit. You know, I ain't gonna yeah, tell you. Yeah, but you just get duffed out. Yeah, but in real life, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that part, yeah, you know what I'm part. saying, like, but um, yeah, but I'm just saying is that um, like everybody like, wants when, when these, when these people, in the mouth when these people was coming out openly being, you know, like, oh, that's how you rock, oh, you really rock with these little race niggas, like this, how you really give it up? That's your, oh, okay, I, I heard you, fam, like, don't say that, like, let me let me see like 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 if i know you open about your racism like oh word like i i you know I, open I know you, right? any kind of way yeah like because they but but they use their platforms to say whatever they want to say so now when they do that shit because even though i may disagree you got other niggas who agree with that person they be like yeah nah you said yeah homie you you said that shit you know and i'm like oh word that's how you really feel though all right let me see you homie fuck out of here man listen I can't call it. All I know is I just got to keep talking about stuff until motherfuckers start paying attention. Same shit with doing podcasting. Same thing with doing um, anything documentary oriented. Mm -hmm. Like this, the CDB network uh, is bigger than just me. 
It's bigger than yeah. Chris. It's bigger than O. It's bigger mm-hmm. than anybody that participates on this mm-hmm. because we want to make way for, you know, a culturally diverse conversation in so many sure. different aspects. Yeah. So um, I said all that to say, uh, yeah, we get along in the two. Um, all I know is Brittany Griner, uh, Brittany Reiner is a nasty, nasty female, uh, doing some super <laughs> sucio things, borderline, uh, preying on the innocent, so to speak. Uh, yeah, ma'am. Good for you. You have a nice body. You still have it. And somebody might want to crack some cheeks, but showing, <laughs> showing up on the internet, posing in front uh in the bleachers talking about hide your sons no ma'am no no that, that, that nope. ain't the move that wasn't super it <laughs> that was not it super <laughs> duper dirty super messy like, I would see, you ever <laughs> i see why colin kaepernick told you you need to fly yourself out bitch yeah but mona <laughs> as, a, as a woman how do you feel about that like would you be on that same energy like the way she like how do you feel about the energy that she's like presenting with the whole like She's openly said, I trapped him, I got this money, like, and now she's saying all this extra shit. Like, how you well, I don't know about looks- that part of it. I, I just know about the recent post r- regarding her being at the school saying, you know, watch your sons. Uh, I'm a mother to a young man, <laughs> and I would be pissed. Like, bitch, stay away from my child. Like, get someone your own fucking age. <laughs> like, that's like, nasty it, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman like gross yes gross. Super gross gross baby girl don't sit down uh let you let your box recoup you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh, you got you got yeah, she, pre- she just has yo, somebody yo, break yo, the walls because joe yo, 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 <laughs> kelly, the kelly blue book value on that coochie is is trash uh, <laughs> it, it's it's at least the street market value of a Nintendo Switch. So um, all I'm saying is do better. Uh, go find Jesus. <laughs> uh, try him, not me. Um, yeah. Also, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, dumpster Trump. Uh, I mean, uh, Donald Trump. Um, supposedly, well, this nigga showed up in the news, right? Again, and fuck that. And. It's always gonna be, <laughs> you know, some fun nonsense. Because it, absolute nonsense, goddamn circus. Um, two things: Colin Powell, rest in peace to him. Rest uh, in peace to Colin General, Powell. Rest in peace to Colin yes, Powell. Sir. I don't think that we acknowledged his passing, but um, we didn't. Donald, we didn't. Donald Trump decided to get on social media somehow. I have no fucking idea how. Um, social media outrage. He's done, at, man. <laughs> at Donald Trump, um, a statement about Colin Powell following his passing. He made plenty of mistakes, but anyway, may he rest mm-hmm. in peace. Mm-hmm. I'm not reading any further, even though I have read this article. It's on the Shade Room. Uh, it was uh, pr- uh, published on October 19th, um, mm-hmm. and his official statement. Uh, I don't even know. Wonderful to see Colin Powell, who made uh, big mistakes on Iraq and famous, uh, famously so-called weapons of mass destruction, uh, be treated in death so beautifully uh, by the fake news media. Hope that happens to me someday. Um, he was a classic uh, Republican in name only. 
if even that, always being the first to attack other Republicans. He made plenty of mistakes. But anyways, may he rest in peace. It's crazy that he, the audacity, the audacity for him to speak on that man in that way with such disrespect, you know? The disrespect is crazy. Well, um, you shouldn't be surprised. Uh, he no. talked dirty. He talked dirty to John Lewis. He talked dirty to uh, John McCain. The uh, thing about that is, though, like you gotta really understand, like these, especially like Colin Powell, like in the, the position that he represented, you know, saying and how he came up as being, you know, saying the first black fam. You know, fam, do you think this any is, of that, fam? That's no, 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 like, like you a nigga that that had no kind of political ties and everything, You talk about somebody in the position that he's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means nothing to a old white man who came from absolutely no hardship mm. doesn't give a fuck so in I any it. sense i understand no like that dude who's an absolute narcissist does not mm. give a shit about that and that's, that's why what i I'm say saying. fuck that nigga trump like yeah i'm with that i don't give a fuck sentiment, like, like sentiment is repeated you know what i'm saying uh also Trump is supposedly about to release a new social media platform called Truth. I don't know how the fuck he's going to do called that. What truth? Truth. truth? truth. Truth. I don't know how. That's he's going hilarious. To do that. Right. If that ain't an oxymoronic uh, social media <laughs> platform for a person, he can't def- go one sentence. One sentence Yo. is the truth. <laughs> Yo, listen. Now my thing with it's that China. <laughs> yeah, that thing, that thing with my conversation, sir, uh, with that conversation about Colin Powell, it's like, yeah, cool. Uh, there's some points that I can pick apart, but at the same time, too, it's super messy. Like, talking about the weapons of mass destruction, okay, somebody might hone in on just and only that. Mm-hmm. Or they talk about the tribalism within party lines. Uh, he was uh, R-I-N-O, Republican in name only mm-hmm. because he spoke out against other Republicans. Well, sir, what did he speak out about against these Republicans? Why is it that y'all can dog each other going into the primary or the uh, the preliminaries leading up to the actual like yeah. the vote, um, vote for vote, president? Yeah. Or senator, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, for sure. Y'all will yeah. dog each other. Like, fam, they will. What you think you could get that over there? Well, this is what I can do for you. You know, uh, his plan is not even right. He's, you know, they go sure. and talk shit. Yeah, and I'm talking. Oh like yeah, this person. And they and they and they get dirty like with backgrounds and shit like that. Like yeah, if you serve some time, like yeah, man. Listen here, this guy he doesn't already serve damn time. You know. Give me your time. <laughs> right. Like, nah. But if you bring up anything in the past of someone that most people agree with and they've done some super sketch shit, like cheated on their second oh, wife. Oh, no, nah, if you need third, it. Hang on. Like what? cheated on their second wife with their third wife uh, and then th- cheated on their third wife with a porn star and then paid the porn star off. But no, 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 no. And then... um I'm allegations going, of a raping a 13 year old uh also being the close acquaintance <laughs> with jeffrey epstein 
Mm-hmm. Well, what yeah. about the Clintons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. probably nasty too. Too. They're yeah. all nasty, sure. But we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about Trump. Stay on top. Stay on top. <laughs> no, but what is the You mentioned the S thing is yeah. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I, you know, all, no, I'm not saying no, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying to y'all, but it's like anybody yeah, else. Yeah, no. No, 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 I'm just saying I'm just saying if we're gonna if we gonna really talk about it, brother, let's get to it. <laughs> no, I know I'm well, going with you too long in the tooth here but uh i just thought those uh topics were funny um nba is back the knicks you know they started uh, out two and oh shout out to my knicks shout out to julius randall uh rj barrett you know welcome evan 48 into the team you know uh kimber walker you know he reminded me i used to play ball with him back in the bronx back in the day a couple years ago hey Um, shout out Shout out to the Cincinnati Royals, which was the last time the Cincinnati had an NBA team because the great Oscar Robertson. You know what I'm saying? Look it up. <laughs> yeah, we out here. He's a Hall of Famer. And he Oscar is. Oscar Robertson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? UC great. Uh, speaking of UC, we ranked number two in the nation in football. Holla at your boy. I don't even know where we at. We might even dropped a little bit. They might have put us in three. <laughs> you know, we're undefeated. Yeah, the Knicks lost tonight too. Yeah, like listen, they started off perfect. Even, now they even though we are undefeated. Also, listen, bro. I just hit uh, a super lick out here uh, when it comes to my sports. Arsenal won. Okay, three one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tottenham lost. Mm-hmm. For all you uh, British Premier League, English Premier League, whatever y'all call it, Premier League fans out there, uh, yeah. come on, you Gunners. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Big man things. Uh, also, suck it, Spurs. I hate y'all guts. But shout out to the boy London. You know what I'm saying? I came in super spicy into uh, the VC, and everybody thinks I hate them. But, you know, we appreciate you participating. But yeah. suck you Shout moms. out to the Discord family. But suck your moms. Mm-hmm. That's only because you're a Tottenham play, uh, fan. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Suck your mother. Go suck your moms. Go suck your moms. Yo, why are you choosing violence, my brother? Super disrespectful. <laughs> super disrespectful. I'm like, why are you God. choosing violence, my brother? Uh, yeah, been drinking a little bit, but whatever. Um, <laughs> don't mind don't me. Don't be out here sounding like Beyonce. Said, I've, no, been yeah, I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Absolutely no. When I drink, it's like get on my level. What? Get on my level. Get on my level. What? Yeah, Yeah, that's that's. You could never uh, ever. That's what I do. So, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, the Bengals won, bro. I'm out here shining this weekend. You know what I'm saying? Arsenal played on Friday. Tottenham lost on Saturday. Bengals won on Sunday. UC won two uh, versus Navy. I believe that's who they played. They're undefeated. They play, uh, I think, in the American Conference. I don't even fucking know. Uh, it's weird, man. Like some college. When you say Univers- Bengals, you meant the Cincinnati. Uh, yes, yeah, sir. That I don't. I don't. I wasn't talking about the Tigers. Oh, okay. No, um, cause um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see you caught it. You sleep, <laughs> yeah, no, that was a good one, <laughs> but not because um, <laughs> uh, no, shout out to my team, Giants. They won finally uh, another one. 
I know, so nice. uh, right? So nice. yo, yo, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Real shit. Uh, Mona, any of your teams? I don't know if you're in sports. I don't have a single team. Oh, that is so <laughs> great. Good for you. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. let Chris tell you nothing about the Knicks. That nigga will be in your ear for at least the next. I, I have to hear it either way. Yeah, it don't matter. I'm just uh, no. Nah. <laughs> Wait, Yo, what? I'm hey, not bad. He probably, he probably saying some wild shit. Hey, Queen, the Knicks just won. I want you to crack my shit. <laughs> oh, nah. Look, didn't deny it. Didn't deny it. I'm gonna just take that. Yeah. As- yeah, look, yeah. y'all stuck. Don't worry about it. We'll keep it yo, moving. So, no, nah, because life, yo, no, uh, she does no, have to hear sir, it though. Sir, she does have my, to hear what, like, yeah, even yeah, when yeah. she's not watching the games, like, she just in the room, like, oh, we sorry, in her other room. We already know that that happens. That's just any man when they watching a sport and they lady are not into it. Uh, we also, we, we know that you didn't deny what I was saying after that. You know, when you get a good Knicks win, Mona. I apologize uh, if he gave you spinal bifida uh, the first two nights after the Knicks won, okay? Because, yo, New York niggas, especially when the Knicks win, and that's a team. That's my shit, nigga. Man, listen, the chiropractor's going to make a killing at the next three days. (laughs) 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 Yo, bro, so... um, um, Let's see. Manchester United got their uh, Koofy knocked off. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost 5 nothing to Liverpool. If you're not familiar, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of like the Steelers versus the Bengals. So Liverpool versus Man U. Uh, they played at Man U, and Man U got their whole plate snatched at mm-hmm. home. And lost five nothing. Mm. Mm. Family. That's mm. yep. Uh, so, anyways, That's, there's mm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know if there's anything else within sports. Like I said, I know we've been here. Oh, um, I just want to say that it's a tra- travesty that Clay Thompson is now on top seventy five for the NBA. I'll get into that later on another episode. But yeah, we'll talk about yeah. that. We'll talk about yeah, that. Like, uh, Roger Goodell. You know what I'm saying? We'll keep, we keep we we gonna keep it moving. Uh, Roger Goodell and the entirety of the NFL are absolute heathens. Um, let me tell you that FBI probe that they did. If they actually put it in the transcript, y'all will be grossed out. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. And yeah. on yeah. that note, it has been episode 31 of. The greatest motherfucking podcast on this goddamn C-D-B. side of the Milky Way. Bitch, don't C-D-B. play with me. CDB. CDB. Hey, CDB. Hey, CDB. Hey. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's your boy. The motherfucking one punch man with a tan. Pele with the AK, bitch, don't play. Uh, Number one rule, and the reason why you would not want to fucking play with me is because you should always protect your neck at all times. Bitch, I got a fucking Gensu knife in my back pocket. I swear to God, I will cut your goddamn head off. Do not 
fucking play with me. Mm-hmm. The undercover brother. That's your auntie's lover. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> 13 time current reigning intercontinental petty weight champ of the motherfucking galaxy. It's your boy, Petty Guerrero. A hun, the number one shogun in the building. As always, I am joined by my brother in arms, the other piece of this triangle offense of the goddamn century. Hall of Fame style. My boy. You already know. Chief Chris. Chief Chris, a.k.a. the creator of chaos, a.k.a. the creator of content, a.k.a. Mr. I don't give a fuck. Man. Listen, don't, a.k.a. Don't. I don't. You know, I don't give a fuck. Like, uh, <laughs> AKA, <laughs> like nah, I don't. <laughs> and I give like, even less fucks than that. Wow. <laughs> I see nah, where you get it from. Nah, why we in match, right? <laughs> I see where he gets it from. She be saying shit. I be like, damn. <laughs> Girls are mean. They are. Yeah. I, I don't and like evil. them. I don't like yeah. them, but I just want to hang out for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just a cuddle. Anyways, uh, Miss Mona, thank you for being such a Thanks wonderful guest. Me. Thank you for being a part of this conversation. We are always appreciative to have uh, different perspectives, individuals, all these things. Ma'am, is there anything that you would like to say before we get up out? No. Oh, damn. Good night. Good night. It's late. So ready to go to bed. These niggas are talking to me while it's 127 my time. Uh, Chris has to be at work in like three hours. Oh, okay. My fault, bro. (laughs) I apologize. I appreciate y'all. I am so sorry. Do your thing. thing. No, uh, I mean, it's like, wait, what time? You have to be there at 3.30? Enough time. Don't don't worry. Men's on block. Men's on road. Men's on road. <laughs> Men's on road. Yo, Link is gonna be so tight at like all my fake UK accents and how, <laughs> how much better they sound than his. It's super no. tight. It's gonna be so tight. Mending them. Mend him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways, this has been episode 31 of the CDB podcast. Uh, we appreciate y'all for joining us. Please uh, stay tuned. We have a bunch of exciting news that is coming. That is all I will say. I promise you that. I usually mm-hmm. try to save as much suspense as humanly possible. But when I do say it, it is totally fucking worth it. Trust me. I'm awesome. Bitch, yeah. don't play. Uh, yeah. Get it. Let's take them up. Out. You already know what time it is. Episode 31. We will name this actual cast later when I actually get done with it. I like to welcome motherfuckers to the back of the mind of Bill. 
So you know what time it is. Love everybody, yo. Appreciate the following. Follow us everywhere. CDB Network. Follow us Instagram. We got dinner. We got actual like great Like giveaway All type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So don't play with it. But as always, thank you for listening. Until next time. Uh, kiss your mama for me Otherwise I'm gonna come and do it myself You know what I mean Appreciate y'all <laughs> 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 <laughs>